the band were trying to get to open up for, I would be the catering. I would do their laundry. Coming up on today's exciting show, I talked to Mr. Funny Man himself, comedian Jermaine Ross. Also, Ugly Kid Joe were here recently with Skid Row. I check out the vocalist, Mr. Whit Crane, and have an interview with him on the streets of Auckland. Um, Mr. Alistair Ross is petitioning to bring The Cure back to New Zealand again in 2014. And Jared Tito, he's a dark horse, he's an actor, he's been on Shortland Street, and he joins me with his trusty Hammond organ. I'm Walt Reed, and this is New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Welcome to today's show. Uh, I'm Walt Reed, and uh, today we have a special guest in the audience. Um, he's also referred to as New Zealand's best kept secret. Sometimes, um, he's he's an avid Hammond organ enthusiast, and he's come here uh, uh, the grace of his heart to give us some incidental background music f- uh, and help co-pilot the show. I'm talking about Mr. Jared Tito. Welcome, uh, thank Howdy you, Mike. Walt, and uh, pleasure to be back on the show. Yes, and I do have a Hammond organ here. You it's do? Classic. Yeah, it's a classic one. It looks classic. Um, Can you tell us a little bit? About it? What do the buttons do? Or the lines? Um, wow. Uh, this kind of instrument was was uh, what really made... House music? The, yeah, the New Zealand, the average Kiwi home lounge. Uh, what it was, actually. I remember my uncle having one of these. It was his pride and joy. And I seem to have come across one that was left with me from yep. an ex-flatmate to pay their rent. Um, to because, tell you the truth, yeah, it, looks like it, a, it looks like a freaked out time machine. It's a time machine. In fact, I think, it's I think it belongs in a spaceship movie. And, wow. um, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's certainly made its... Well, uh, well, my, made itself as long as in my room. As long as it's got a current warrant of fitness yeah, and it, it has, plays, does the bizzo, mate, yeah, that's all yeah. we need. And I'll help you out as much as I can tonight. Oh, thank you today, very much. This afternoon. Um, Jared, uh, what have you been up to lately? Because you, you, you dabble in a bit of acting. I do You're dabble. You're a part-time actor. I do dabble and having a good time acting. Quite busy, actually. Yes. Quite busy because I teach acting, teach drama for a living. You do? For a crust. And I'm working on a film at the moment. A comedy. Um, a comedy that's based around science fiction. Oh, okay. Uh, like yeah. space balls. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of. it's, but... but Hopefully funnier. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's really and, good. Really uh, good. You've also uh, dabbled in a bit of Shortland Street, like have any other aspiring actor in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, bit of Shortland Street. Bit of funny, I can say. How did, how did that go? Now. Did you have um, to squint in the background to see what, see yourself or were you no, a feature? No, actually, I had a bit of a featured role. Didn't have a lot of lines, but I, I was the sick guy that threw up into a bucket. Yeah. Um, Fetching. And then my, Fetching stardom, my stardom quickly came to a demise because I was killed off. Because you chucked up in the bucket. Oh, I threw up in the bucket. And I yeah. think that's what the problem was. I, I actually, actually heard yeah. that your the acting was so realistic. The convulsion <laughs> uh, projectiling into the bucket was so realistic that yeah. some little kid fell sick. No, no. His, uh, the kid's mum was in the studio audience. Uh, not really an audience, but she was just watching. Yeah. And... Um, when I left the the set, she was there and she goes, oh, I really loved your acting. It was so good, especially when you were sick in that bucket. It made me feel sick. So my acting debut on Shortland Streets was... Kudos. Was, Kudos, yeah, bro. Yeah, it will it be is. remembered as the acting that made people sick. Wow. But it was fun. 
Yeah, claim to good. fame. Hey, listen, yeah. um, we're going to get on to it. I'm going to do a segment about the entertainment news for the week. Yes. And uh, if you can, just jump on in. Um, so let's Come spin in. the wheel. All right. And see where we go. Lord's Muppet sells for $3,000. I swap you not. The official Lord Muppet has been auctioned for charity. It can't sing, but for a cool $3,000, someone's got their hands on Lord's Muppet lookalike. Mm. The one-off puppet made by the Muppet Studio sports Lord's signature big hair, buffy hair, and dark eye makeup and a big blue nose. Lord gave her permission for the custom Muppet to be made, and it's been auctioned on Trade Me to raise money for the Starship Foundation. I find this quite interesting. Um, it's it's, it's a, a bit of a dire omen for for Lord here being turned into a Muppet. Um, I don't know, but it looks like she certainly is splashing out um, on a new look. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's got some other connection with the, the Muppets, with well, the Conkle guys. Yeah, the uh, Conkle. McKenzie. Yeah. He wrote some music for the Muppets. Some nice Maybe music. he get her a, 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 you know, a slot on the, the next yeah. Muppet movie. Yeah, well, this coincides with the next Muppet movie. I wonder if, if he's involved in that as well, because he did such a good job. I really, I quite enjoyed the last Muppet movie with... Uh, Yes. With his music, a huge influence on that movie, I think Brett was. Lord Muppet, when I look at that photograph, I, mm. don't, I see a little bit of uh, Bert and Ernie going on there. Uh, definitely got Bert's big blue nose, which yeah. looks like a <clears throat> rolled up sausage painted blue. Yeah, yeah. it does. Or yeah. blue egg, if, egg. If I were to meet this particular Muppet on the street... I don't know if you think I would recognise it as Lord. I, I, if I yeah. met this particular Muppet in a dark alley, I would say it looks a bit like Stephen Tyler Muppet. Stephen Tyler, yeah, I could see that. It's got the same hair as Stephen yeah. Tyler. Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. That's true. All right, um, Lord Muppet, sold for $3,000. Boom. Boom, yeah. Someone's got some spare, ca- uh, spare cash. So, Obviously. Yeah, and um, I wonder if they genuinely wanted that Muppet so much they paid three grand, or they're just being generous because it was for charity. Or were they going to put in a time capsule? Time capsule, good idea. Yeah, I would. Yeah, or they got a sport brat kid that wanted the Muppet no matter what. Maybe it was somebody like Brett McKenzie brought it for his next Muppet movie. Maybe Steve Tyler should marry the Muppet. All right, Jared, um, stick around. Uh, You and your Hammond organ will be uh, needed in the next couple of minutes or so. Beautiful. Um, Coming up next, he's Māori. He has a beard. And that's all you really need to know. His name is Mr. Jermaine Ross. Uh, Jermaine is going to be performing at the 2014 International Comedy Festival here in Auckland and Wellington. So what are you doing? Lock it in and stick around. Thanks for coming out tonight, guys. Man, this is an awesome audience. You guys have been awesome. Um, A lot better than the first audience I ever performed in front of, which is an audience of three. It was uh, my mum, Optimus Prime and Megatron, so... That was a pretty tense gig. Our next guest here on the New Zealand Entertainment Podcast um, reads like this. His blurb goes, uh, well, for those who are visually impaired, he is of Māori descent. Uh, He's also an... Those who are visually impaired. (laughs) (laughs) People can't even see this at all. Unless you put a picture up with the with the podcast, yeah. Well, we, well we're just painting a picture here, Jermaine. <laughs> okay, and, let's uh, paint a picture. Just like myself, we're both Maori. <laughs> sure. Um, you're an avid podcaster as well, and also he was raised by dolphins until the age of four. So his Facebook page goes. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Jermaine Ross. Hello. Hi. Hey, welcome. That's man. weird. That dolphins until the age of four thing. I thought nobody would read that. 
I just wrote a dumb joke in my in my birth uh, thing on Facebook, <laughs> and then like someone's actually read it. That's awesome. Well, you had to scroll all the way down to get that one, man. <laughs> yeah, you had to go yeah, right yeah. to the bottom. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's great to have you here, Jermaine. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, now you've got a couple of things coming up next month for the International Comedy Festival. Yes. Uh, you're recipient or part of the Billy T Awards. You're yes. one of the finalists for that. I'm one of the five nominees for the and Billy T Award. You are. And also you are doing your first solo show. Is yes. that correct? Well, that, that's as part as, of the, As part of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get judged on my solo show ah. for the Billy T Award. Okay. Hey, you also missed out one other thing. Oh, hang on. What was it? I also do a podcast. Yes, you and, do. And you we're do. doing a live version of it during the festival. So that's that's another thing that, that I'm participating in. You are a potty, an avid potty as well. Uh, how did you get, get into the podcasting? It was just me and a couple of other comedians, um, Pax Asadi and James Roke. We just yep. would hang out together backstage and just make each other laugh in the green room. And we were like... We need to harness this, you know. We need to just record ourselves talking smack and then just see, you know, see if people find it entertaining. And thus, the issues uh, podcast was born. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's it's really fun. And we got another guy in Jeremy Laurie, who's a sound recordist. Yeah. Um. So I was like, oh yeah, we'll get him in, and he's also hilarious. Oh yeah. So cool. it doubled it doubled up. It was great. How often does that come out? The podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's supposed to come out um <laughs> once a week, but we're we're not super <laughs> onto it. Um. So maybe every week and a half, two weeks, but yeah. Oh, you must be one of the most uh, well-connected Maoris I know in the social media, besides uh, Hekia Parata. Um, <laughs> you've got Twitter accounts, so you do a bit of tweeting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've got the .com. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, .com website. I bought a .com website. You, a, you bought a .com website. Yeah, I was quite excited about that. Is it on one day or grab one? or? Nah, I would, I'm just baller, eh? <laughs> I was like, I didn't even look at the price. I was like, stuff this, I'm just going to buy it. No, it was, it was, it happened to be cheap as well. And so I was like, I'll buy it. Like, okay. Yeah. Put know. that one, add that one. And then you got trying the to build page. a career. Might as well get a website. The building, the brand, the Jermaine brand. <laughs> um, and, and you've also, how did you get into, let's go back from the beginning. How did you get into, into it? Uh, where did you come from? I mean, not biologically, but how did you get into <laughs> comedy? Well, I, like, I always liked stand up growing up. Like I grew up in Christchurch Yeah. and I always kind of liked it, but didn't, Never really thought it's something I could do. Just because, you know, you only ever see the top-notch comics yeah. on TV yeah. and stuff. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm no Billy Connolly. Oh, yeah. You know? So yeah, you're like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a huge step. And, um, but then um, I, I've been living in Auckland for about seven or eight years. And just a few years ago, a friend of mine who I work with, yeah. he's also like, he's a comedy geek, like way more than me. And he was like, hey, man, we should try stand-up. And I was like, oh. Okay, and then he goes, oh, we could, they do this thing at the Classic, yeah. like a raw comedy night, and you can just sign up. And I was like, oh, okay. And then it was just too easy to sign up. Yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. like, well, I don't really have an excuse. I just signed up, and then, yeah, and then it kind of just went from there. Okay, because it's not like an open mic where you take your guitar or your kazoo or accordion along, and like, you're getting up in front of an audience of people trying to make them laugh. You are doing that, but they're also a supportive audience at this raw okay. night because they, they know it's probably your first time or yeah, yeah, you're yeah. still quite new. So yeah. they're, they, they're out there to support you. The audience is not there to smash you down. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's really nice and, and it, you know, it helps, helps to build it up. So then when you do get to audiences that smash you down, you, <laughs> you can uh, maybe handle it by thinking of the memories when it was good. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. That's good. I mean, but, but how did you... So you went from there, went along, went really well, and what happened after that? How did you did you get coerced into doing more shows? Um, yeah, well, it went well, and um, well, because the f- the first time I went to watch one, I I, I wasn't necessarily going to do it, but I went and watched it, and I was like, 
I can do this. Yeah. I can do this like these guys. And yeah. I tried it and I was like, oh, I kind of can do this. So yeah, I just kept doing it. And um, I didn't, I wasn't, I wasn't like great. I wasn't standing out or anything, but I was kind of chugging along. And then after a couple of years, I did this, uh, the Raw Comedy Quest, which yeah. is like the rookie kind of comedian competition. And I won it. So oh, high five to that. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I, I kind of took off from there, like started getting more gigs and then, yeah. you know, and so now two years later, I'm, uh, yeah, nominated for the Billy T tweeting award. and you got your own website, Facebook. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's really cool. Podcasting. Well, and so tell us about your show that's coming up, um, for the comedy festival next month. Uh, you're playing in Auckland, Wellington. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Wellington, uh, uh, during the second week of the festival yeah. and Auckland during the third week of the festival. Cool. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's called Jermaine Says Funny Things. Cool, yeah. And it's kind of about like my childhood and all these kind of obsessions that I was into when I was a child and uh, and then kind of my adulthood and how I am still kind of immature in the way I, I look at those things. When I say things that I used to be into as a child, I'm yeah. actually still into them. <laughs> okay. I keep forgetting to say that. Like I'm actually like, like I talk about Transformers and I still really like Transformers, really? like the eighties cartoons. I've got, yeah. the, I've got the box set, like really? that yeah. I watch every hardcore now and then. Transformer. Yeah, dude. I wouldn't say hardcore, but you know, avid. I would I, say. I avid. know some guys have got bedrooms that are worth like thousands of dollars of these toys in them. Yeah, yeah. So not I like, don't have that because no. I'm, I'm not as baller as I said earlier. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. So, and there's, there's other, other things that, I, that I talk about as well that are kind of. Weird obsessions, I guess. Yeah, whereabouts did you come from? Are you from originally from Christchurch? I hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. born and raised in Christchurch. Yeah. Um, and my dad's from Invercargill. Anyone got the comedy gene in, in the whanau? Well, my mum's side, I reckon. Eh? Yeah. Like, because uh, yeah, my mum's from um, Hawkes Bay, and that's that's the Maori side of my family. Okay. And uh, her side are all bloody clowns, eh? Yeah. Like yeah. all her brothers and sisters, just always cracking each other up. Like whenever you know you get together for something, like on the marae, like. For a wedding or a, yeah. or a or a tonguey, like those are the only two things you get together for. But everyone's always having a laugh, and it's um yeah, it's I, I think that's where it comes from. Well, you're one of the recipients of the uh, well, one of the finalists for the Billy T Awards. Yeah. Um, who are some of the your peers that you really admire or think are, are funny that you that you that you gig with or tour with or at the comedy festival? Who for you? Well, there's yeah, there's there's so many at the moment. I think. Like, there's just kind of this wave of, for want of a better word, yeah. alternative kind of comics. But people who are trying to do something a bit different. Okay. Um, yeah. From, you know, your kind of regular, um, you know, guy standing up in front of the crowd and just, you know, like kind of uh, very... Oh, I, I hate using these words because it sounds negative, but kind of very broad humour, you know, stuff that everybody can enjoy. Okay, and, But yeah, then yeah. There's, there's a lot of people coming through with kind of, like being a bit niche or whatever or like talking about things that aren't for everyone but still trying to convince everyone like this is funny and that's kind of what I'm trying to do as well okay yeah um, yeah, yeah. yeah well hopefully I think that's what I'm trying to do <laughs> it's very hard to know what I'm trying to do from the inside it's not until like people will tell me like oh, yeah you are you are doing that yeah yeah oh that's cool that's cool well, that's uh do you think you're pretty patriotic sort of person a loyal Kiwi kind of like I I mean, yeah, like, I, I guess so. Okay. Well, I don't uh, hate New Zealand, if no, that's no, what you're no, asking. No, oh, no, I wouldn't say that. But I'm just saying, I've got a little bit of a quiz here. I, th- I thought we'd just roll with it to see how... Uh, oh, mate, I'll tell you what, I'm going to nail yeah. this quiz. Yeah, okay, mate. Quizzes yeah, are my jam. This is impromptu, uh, off the cuff totally. Uh, you weren't ready for this, so it wasn't scripted. Okay, so here we go. First question. Uh, who would you, if you had a choice of going to dinner with, who, which one of these people would you have dinner with? Kim.com, Hone Harawira, 
or Colin Craig. <laughs> I'd, see, I'd like to have dinner with all three. I'd like to have dinner with Colin Craig because I'd love to genuinely discuss with him his views, you know, like and and why he, you know, why he's not for same sex marriage and and what these views that contrast with my own. I'd like to have a genuine conversation because yeah. a lot of people like on my on like that agree with me, yeah. like and like angry and they're like. Colin Craig, you're a dick, you know, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, let's just have a chat to him. Let's have a court <laughs> it all, you know. Like, let's just let's figure out why he thinks these things that we disagree with. Let's have a bit of cordial burger fuel and Fanta. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Okay, next question: Poirier or Dave Dobbins loyal? Oh man, so um, it's people, a, toughie. a lot of people talk smack about um, loyal yeah. and how it's like, but over Poirier, I like loyal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because, like, Poirier is one of those songs that, um, like, it's a, it's a, it's a Māori song, traditional Māori song, yeah. but it's just been overused. And I'm like, oh, mate, it's overused. Although mm. I guess Loyal's overused as well. So it is a little so, bit. Not hey, too can much. I can or I chuck one in there? Yeah, go for it. Can I, Politician by Cora. Should we use that one? Oh, instead? You could. Well, let's just <laughs> just just do that question again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my new that's my new one. Like, yeah, Poly politician. Okay, are you? Do you have political leanings at all? Jermaine? Nah, not nah. really. I mean, like, you know, like, I vote. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, 10 cents worth. I mean, uh, you must get some material, though, from some of these guys on the news, wouldn't you? Um, or I, I tend not to. I don't really do topical stuff so oh, much. Okay. Not not that I don't want to, but I just, I'm, I'm still kind of early in my career, and so I'm kind of just talking about myself still, you know? Like, yeah. I'm like, it's all good. I got heaps of stuff about me to talk about. <laughs> so I haven't yet really started talking about other people, other things yet, but yeah. Fair enough. Uh, next question on the list, on the back of my wins envelope. <laughs> if you were on Shortland Street, which character would you get to play yourself? Uh so, which actor would play yeah, me? Which what? actor would play you, and why? Which oh well, TK obviously. Oh, um, I no, knew no, no, it. no, no, I was no, no. Say TK. Not TK. Um, it would be, um, <laughs> you know, like back in the day, I always yep. liked Tama. Tama. Do you which remember, remember Tama? Oh, mate, he he had a kid with some chick, oh, and he yes, yes, and and the kid died, and he cut all his hair off. And, Tama, yeah, yeah, wasn't around very long. Yeah, oh, no, he no, was around no, for like, a little bit, but I was like, such. oh yeah, Tama. I was like, I was like. He, he seemed like me. Yeah. He seemed like my age, oh, and uh, yeah, when, yeah, when he was yeah. on, so I kind of identified with him. But uh, what, what's his name? Um, his, his name? His real name, not his character name. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel really I bad Google not, not knowing. Smartphone. I, I, but that would just kill the interview. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, well, listen. Getting back to TV, uh, keeping it Kiwi, of course. Uh, your favourite New Zealand TV show. You can even include Paul Henry. Are oh, you I giving me options or? Uh, no, no, no. You make your mind up. But just uh, New Zealand favorite New Zealand TV show. I don't know. It's hard, but well, I I kind of have to say John and Ben at ten. Yes, because I work on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no nepotism going on here or anything um, else. Uh, oh, you know what show I really liked, and yeah. I don't know if they're still making it. Missing Pieces. Missing Pieces. Yeah, Do you, yeah, you remember yeah, that yeah, show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Like just the way, like they just. They just made you so emotional about bringing together these two people, people who'd never seen yeah. each other. I 
would literally be like yeah. holding back the tears. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I do what two two reunions an episode. Yeah. So twice an episode, I was like holding back those and tears. The, I mean, you have to wait, but the way they put it together and then oh, they, they meet them, you know, the old from afar, looking from afar, and then yeah. coming closer. It's so, beautifully crafted yeah. television. Beautifully crafted. Yeah, like I think it, partly I think it might be because I I do I work at television and I help yeah. to make television that I. I notice some of the things that they do to like kind of to mess with your emotions, <laughs> and but even even then, even though I can see them, I'm still like, this is beautiful. Oh. This this is amazing. So from an artistic point of view, you, you could appreciate that. <laughs> artistic, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so missing pieces, a piece of art. It's my job. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it when that when uh, when archaeologists in the future they, they find a hard drive <laughs> with missing pieces on it, they'll go look at this art. That was created back in the 2000s, 2010s. <laughs> exactly. Okay, lucky last night. You're doing pretty well, actually. You're, you're, you're right in the red here. So, last question is, uh, the most famous New Zealander you've ever met? Um, most famous New Zealander I've ever met? I think... Oh, Choose your words carefully, Jermaine. Yeah, well, I'd, I mean, there's, there's, there's a few that I've met. Um, well, you can go for a couple. I, well, I'll say kind of one of my one of my favourites yep. was um, Jason Gunn. Jason Gunn. Yeah, I met I met Jason Gunn. Yeah, because I like when I was younger, I was, I was from Christchurch, yeah, and they used yeah. to make the son of a gun show in Christchurch. Yep. And uh, and yep. a couple of times I was able to be on the son of a gun show, and so then I got to meet him, um, which was great. And then when I was eighteen. Um, I was doing a film and TV course, and he got called in to you know talk to us, and he remembered me, no and way. he remembered my name, no and he was way. like, "Hey, Jermaine, how are you doing?" And I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> it was like six years since I saw him last. He was so lovely." Oh, that's cool, and he's a, definitely a funny guy as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. but the, I've also you know I've met John Tugood as well. So, <laughs> oh man, not bragging. Yeah. Well, definitely. I mean, I was in the same room as him while <laughs> while, while he talked to someone else. I, I count that as meeting. <laughs> <laughs> your past crossed in the night, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, listen, let's uh, wrap up your show. Um, you've got your show coming up next month. What's the dates on there, on the fly? Uh, so it's I'm in Wellington yep. uh, from Tuesday the 6th to the 10th of May. Yep, okay. And in Auckland from Monday the 12th to the 17th of May. Awesome. How much do the tickets cost? Anyone, uh, anyone go along? Uh, yep, they're $18. Oh, that's um, easy. Service fees may apply. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Premium. I'm really sorry about those service fees. I I feel really bad about them, Ge- <laughs> genuinely. Like it's it's not a great thing, you know. But you know, you kind of have to put up with it. it Although life, in Auckland, in Auckland, if you book through comedy.co.nz, which yeah. is the classic website where I'm performing, yes, you can get them with no service fees. Ah, there you go. Ticket okay. Tech aren't very happy, probably, about me saying that. Well, you know, it's a fact of life. It's your your service fee right there for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, or you can get, in general, tickets from comedyfestival.co.nz. Yep, great. Um, Excellent, yeah. Jermaine. It's been lovely talking to you. Thank you for coming on here after work. No, and, th- thanks uh, for having me. And it's been awesome. Uh, Jermaine, uh, dot Ross. Look for him, uh, Jermaine Ross on Facebook. JermaineRoss.com. Dot com. Maybe. Yes, yes. And then <laughs> if people want to tweet you, if they're that savvy, tech savvy, it's uh, at Jermaine underscore Ross. It's pretty simple. It's awesome. Okay. That's about with us. Out of here, Jermaine. I'll let you get on with your night. Cool. Cheers, okay, mate. Cheers, man. Bye. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'll just quickly explain what it is. Uh, Transformers was an 80s cartoon about alien anthropomorphic robots who could uh, transform into various vehicles, like cars and trucks. Uh, oh, not, not just that. There was a Transformer who could transform into a whole planet. 
which is amazing. Um, but then there was another transformer who could transform into a microscope. <laughs> Okay, we're on the streets of Auckland today, and guess who I would bump into, but none other than Mr. Witt from Ugly Kid Joe. Yep. Yep. Hey, man. How are you going? Top shelf. What are you doing here? Uh, we're playing our first show of the year, uh, 2014, in Auckland, New Zealand. Uh, we're sitting outside the club. I believe it's called the uh, Power Station. The Power Station Mountain. And yep. your name Auckland. is Wall. Yes. My name is Witt. Witt. Or WW. Come on. <laughs> could be like Walt Whitman. Yeah, Walt yeah, Whitman. Yeah, yeah, could be. Could hey, be. Or poets. Similar. Poets. Hey, listen, dude. Um, uh, 2014 is the year of the horse in the Chinese calendar, but I'm saying it's the year of Ugly Kid Joe. Nice. Uh, you know, coming off first uh, show for 2014 yeah. here in Auckland. Yeah, yeah. Um, what have you guys been doing before this? I mean, you guys, if we cast the viewers or the listeners uh, ears back a few years ago, you guys came out in 1990. 91. 91. Yes, sir. And you had that great hit, which yep. everyone knows about, which is an awesome video, and you yep. should check it out on YouTube if you haven't. Yep. Uh, everything about you, which made you guys sort of household names. <laughs> and I get sick when I and also Cat in the Cradle as well, which is their classic song by Harry Chapin. Harry Chapin, I thought it was Cat Steven. And the cat's in the So it's been about 23 years now, fast forward to 2014. Yeah. Are you surprised about the, the interest that people still have in the band? Yeah, like we're, we're uh, surprised and grateful, really. So, you yes. know, we got back together about two years ago, a little over two and a half years ago, and we, you know, if we were going to make music, it was it was important to do it right then and there. And we, we uh, so we produced a, a, a body of music called Stairway to Hell. We made it. Yep. We made music together, which was in itself cathartic just to get back together with the guys. Yeah. You know, everyone had drifted off and done whatever they're going to do. And we got back in the room and we made music and it was fantastic. And it had been over 15 years since we'd been a band. And everyone had, I would think, uh, myself included, had let this thing go. So we made the music. We released it through uh, the internet, through TuneCore. We had no yeah. idea if we could even get one gig. You know, who knew? No way. You know, you yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, nobody knows anything, anything. Tits in the waters, right? So we yeah. went uh, and we started touring and we got, uh, we started June 6, 2012. We did, a, I mean, we put a, a show on sale for, for London. Boom, sold out in, in like, in a, in a week. Yeah. Then we went and played Download June 10th, 2012. Second stage, 60,000 people came to see us rock out and we knew we were on to something. No way. But when you ask me, am I surprised? I'm totally surprised. And I tell you, I'm surprised and grateful. Both those things are yeah. true. Man, it sounds like a dream come true. Yeah. Um, and like you say, you've done, you played with a lot of bands before. Yeah. Um, over the years, uh, just recently as well, you guys played with uh, Motorhead, was it? Yeah. And, I, I, dude, yeah. Uh, just, just the other night on the yeah. 11th of... Uh, this month, Motorhead played their first full set in uh, the Nokia Live Theater in L.A., uh, and I went there just, just the other day. And uh, they survived their whole set, and it was fantastic, and uh, I was invited up to sing Killed by Death. The most important thing, of course, is that they completed a full set. Yeah. Two days later, they just destroyed, in a great way, Coachella. They yeah. went and played a 940 spot. And they are back. Motorhead is back, stronger than ever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That's we have, amazing. We have a really good... Um, uh, and beautiful relationship with Motorhead. We love them very much. And don't forget the Joker. Don't forget, hey, the, don't Joker, forget the Joker. Now, before you came to New Zealand, what did you know about New Zealand? Anything? Um, Maori. Obviously besides, yeah, Maori, yes. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings, obviously. Yep. Music. Any musicians, Kiwi ones that spring to mind? Um, no. No. Except for Lord? 
Maybe. Wow, yeah, she's yeah, badass. Yeah, huh? she, she is. She was yeah. out with Nirvana the other day. Yeah, for the Isn't that beautiful for her? Like it's if cool. you're, you know, she she comes off this giant hit. It's hard to get a big giant hit and keep moving on. Yeah. And you need like a sign yeah. that will or will not come to help you on your career. Yeah. And jamming with Nirvana at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I know, is, is a great bell oh. to ring for her. So I'm so happy for her. Cool man, fantastic. That's you know? excellent. Um, now you, and she has a great band. She has a great. She's the Lord. <laughs> she is the Lord. <laughs> the Lord from the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, country. Uh, now listen, you've been through a lot of uh, phase, like you say. How do you avoid the trappings of uh, touring and being on? You know, obviously. It's some guys have died before they're 50. Sure. Like Jeff Henneman. Yeah. Uh, Dave Brocky from Gore. Yeah. Uh, there's been a few of them just yep. of late. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, how do you uh, how do you keep it fresh? How do you stay ahead of that? All that. For me? Yeah, yeah. Well, for me. Uh, have you got family? Have you got yeah. kids? Or? Well, I'm, I travel real light. So, I have, you know, I have my family I come from in uh, Palo Alto, California. But other than that, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm just me. Uh, I have a girlfriend that I'm very much in love with. But other than yeah. that. Uh, That's cool. But, but as far as. Uh, you know, I seek. You know what I seek to do in life, including musical. Tell life, us. Tell it, us what. It's 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 have an original reaction to things, right? So if you think about the the, the human condition, you think about you know bands, yeah. four four member bands, five member bands. Yeah, 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 yeah. The drama that goes on in each band is very similar. All the yeah. same shit goes on over and over and over again since I'm, the beginning. I'm going to agree with that. Yes. Th- since what? Chuck Berry, right? Yeah. Since Little Richard, right? So the thing about that is, but it's original to whoever's living it. So, for instance, if it's your band and you've never been in a band and you're going through the thing of being the singer or the drummer or the guitar player and all the shit that comes with it, yeah. it's new to you. But it's not original, right? It's no, not, it's no, not, no, it's no, no, no. It's not an original storyline. So when you ask me, what do I do to keep ahead of the curve? Or at least at this point, as far as I, I seek an original reaction. For instance, if I went if today, if I went and started banging, banging junk and I died... Yeah. It'd be very sad, and my friends and my family would be very sad. But it's that's not even original, right? No, no, it is so not. So what is state, no. what's original? No. So to answer your question, what do you do to stay ahead of things? Or at least my, how, I want to be affected within this matrix in yeah. a positive way, right? And I want to be involved with being inspiring, and I want to be involved with inspiring. Cool. Uh, you're a bit of a rock philosopher. A little bit. No, a little bit. Not not overtly, but right, I mean, right. it makes sense. What you're saying, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It's just facing up and doing what you do. And yeah. you're, you're, it sounds like you're enjoying it as well. Well, yeah, I'm grateful. The, 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 the band we're trying to get to open up for, <laughs> Yeah, I would be their tech. Who would, is this? I, Who I, is this band? I would be the catering. Divulge your, your dark be, secrets here on the I streets of Auckland. laundry. ACDC, dude. Dude. Come on. Did you see the news about them the other day? Yes, I did. I know. All right, but yeah, still, withstanding, you were ACDC, Akadaka? The dream is for Wick Crane, <laughs> the boy on the microphone speaking Wick to you, Mr. Wall. Yes. The dream for me is ACDC tour, opening slot, main support, and they need me. They say, Wick, we, we need you. And I'm yeah. like, what do you need me for, Angus? What do you need? <laughs> Tell me what you need, buddy. He's like, we need you. He's chain smoking when he's doing it. Marble Reds. Oh, he's like, we Reds. need you to come sing, sound check every day. Bon Scott, you're at ACDC. Is there any chance you could do this for us? And I would just be like, Angus, I am your man. <laughs> yeah, cool. I'm, I'm going to do this for you. And this is what I'm going to keep saying until it happens. Um, Walla Whip, kicking it, uh, it real here on the streets of Auckland in the, New Zealand. The, the mean streets. Yeah, the mean streets of Auckland in New Zealand. Yeah. One with uh, Mr. Mr. Whit Crane. He's going to be hitting the band, Ugly Kid Joe. Excellent, Whit. Been great talking to you. And don't forget the Joker. Hey, uh, I'm Scotty Pearson from Element OP, and this is the New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Uh, 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 uh.
Hanson are back. 90s teenage boy wonders Hanson are back and have announced their first New Zealand show. Who would have thought? Um, the trio comprising your brothers Isaac, Taylor, and the other guy on the drums, Zach, will play a show at Auckland's Power Station on the 17th of August. Hanson, who earned worldwide fame with their 1997 hit song, M-Bop. Thanks, Jared. Are releasing their sixth album, Anthem, on 4th of April. The brothers list the influences for the new record as ranging from James Brown. Do you know any James Brown? Oh, I've heard of James Brown. Uh, too early, Michael Jackson. Michael and, Jackson, I've heard of him as well. And Akadaka, ACDC. Last year marked the 21st anniversary of Hanson, and the band celebrated the anniversary with the launch of their own craft beer, Mmm Hops. Mmm Hops. <sighs> well, we can do with the, 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 the punny tags from Hanson. Um... Jared, I probably won't be going to this one, so you can have my ticket if you want. Yeah. Oh. Um, to the Hanson, have you got a ticket to the um, Hansons? Well, uh, if I did, I'd probably give it to you. Okay. Yeah. At a very small That's what price. friends do. Oh, would you? Friends Good. don't let friends go to Hanson. Well, that's an interesting themselves. story, isn't it? Because Hanson, whatever happened to Hanson, they whatever were happened world to them? famous and now they're... Reduced to playing a small audience audience in Auckland at the power in station. Auckland at the power station. How many Where, people fit into the power station? Oh, you could cram on a good day, probably a couple of hundred, maybe three, four hundred. Three, four hundred from three hundred thousand in the to toilets. So that's yeah. probably about, yeah, somewhere close to about a thousand. Um, I'm just thinking though. A two hit wonder. Two hit one. Yeah, they had a couple of songs. They had him bop, and then they had the other one. I, um, should Muppets be made of them? You know what? W- would the Muppet thing be more appropriate for the Hansons? Because they do share the same last when they name first as Jim Hansen. And they Jim Hansen, Hansen. Jim Hansen, you make Hansen. A, you draw a great Just correlation a great there. Correlation, yeah. um, because I think back when they first burst on the scene, yeah. I think you couldn't even tell if they were Muppets or not because they were so baby-faced. They were baby-faced yeah. and the Muppets were probably still contemporary. Yeah. And... Um, Except for those two old guys in the store. Yeah, and you've said burst again for the third time. That's great. (laughs) You can't take this seriously, though, musically, right? No. No. It should should be just taken with a grain of salt, just for entertainment value, right? It it should be, but what really interests me is that they are releasing their sixth album. I know. Called Anthem on the 4th of April. Is that April Fool's Day? No, no, close, close by. No. Oh, well, that's been and gone, hasn't it? Yeah, April. Yeah, yeah. So, no tricks there they're, at all. No, they're really coming up with uh, a statement there on that yeah. album. And well, um, just looking at their photograph here, they look. This is present day. Hansen. Present day, they look. Um, they look nothing like the little kids that they used to be. Although no. they're still sporting basically the same haircuts. Well, the drummer is anyway. Which the one was the drummer again? Oh, yeah, the yeah, guy yeah. on the left yeah. here, he's got he's the same long hair. John Stamos-y looking. Uh, and I remember them as all being little blonde-headed kids, but they've all got brown hair now. Maybe they always had brown hair. Those were the days. Oh, yeah! Uh-huh! Um, I like that. That was good. I don't know if that would sell a record, yeah. Okay, next piece. Nigella Lawson goes on the chocolate trail. Celebrity cook Nigella Lawson has been given a waiver to work in New Zealand next month, required because she was bad or barred from the United States after admitting cocaine use. The British star is visiting New Zealand to make a new TV commercial for chocolate maker Whitakers, but she wouldn't have been able to come without the Immigration New Zealand exemption. In a statement to the Herald on Sunday, Immigration New Zealand said Lawson had been granted a work visa under special direction laws. 
Um, Jared, again, has the Nigella Lawson bubble burst? <laughs> the burst of the bubble yet again. Um, look, things are going down pretty fast for old uh, Nigella. Yeah. Um, she's been accused of a few things. Uh, yeah, is oh, the, for sure. The, the, the um, drugs... And she's admitted thing, a few things as well. Did it actually well. stick? Did it well, stick in, she, the, in the court? Or was it just... Um, I, I don't think she has a... Um, a thing, a record or anything like that. No. However, she has been barred from the United States, um, but uh, was granted a visa to enter New Zealand yeah. under a special direction. So, I don't know, I think it might be a storm in a teacup uh, type scenario just to take the heat off t- Kim.com, maybe. It could be. It could be her billionaire husband just making things difficult for her as well. I don't know. Okay. Um, because it sounds like what he did, strangling her in the restaurant... Um, uh, might have opened a cat, a cat of worms, and he's kind of got his men in there to, to dig the dirt up on Nigella. Yeah. And it's interesting, eh? Her name, Nigella, it reminds me of Nutella, which is that chocolate spread. <laughs> which is not, is not made by Whitakers, though. And it's not <laughs> made by Whitakers, but it, they're both chocolates. That's interesting. That is a uh, strange um, relationship and she's denominator been, there. She's been guilty of having <laughs> cocaine, which is kind of like cocoa. Cocoa, so which is a main like ingredient. For from chocolate. chocolate. Yeah, so I don't know if there's some kind of hidden That deserves a wedding march. <laughs> that deserves a wedding march, yeah, yeah, it does. I can't remember how... Coming up next, Alistair Ross, a.k.a. the biggest Cure fan on the side of the stump. Uh, he shares with us his petition that he hopes will cure the seven-year drought. Stay tuned. Well, there's a lot of uh, a lot of petitions out there, a lot of causes that you could take up. Uh, one of them is bring back Nick Harrison to Shortland Street. Um, but the, one, the one that we're interested in is bringing back the cure to New Zealand, 2014. Uh, on the line is a person who's no stranger to petitions for the cure. His name is Alistair Ross. Are you there, Alistair? Yes, hello, how are you? Hello, Alistair. Very good. Thanks for, for joining us tonight. And uh, I, I also understand you were involved with bringing the cure um, in 2007 in New Zealand. Um, how did that all happen? My friend and I, Gordon, who who did the original petition with me, we've been obsessed with the cure since we were like thirteen or fourteen, um, and, and we were always always like, oh, we should do a petition, we should get them to come, and um, so we finally this time we did it, and um, we just kind of bombarded a lot of places with press releases, and yep. at the time I was doing. Um, writing for Groove Guide, so I kind of met all these different people via doing that. Okay. Um, and then Radio New Zealand picked it up, and then Campbell Live picked it up. And wow, and it's a snowball from there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a healthy obsession to have for the cure, mm. you know, for the cure, because I was the same boat as well, 40 years of age, heard the, the album Boys Don't Cry, exactly like you did, so we could be yeah. quite cure besties. Yeah, uh, in another universe, and um, I, was, I was smitten. But the, the that petition actually got them to come here. Is that correct? To to play here in Victor Arena? In yeah, I think it. I think it definitely played a part, a part in it because um, he said because um, when I did the interview with him, he did say that um, they were pressured to do more shows in Australia because it's more lucrative, and um, the petition uh, just kind yeah. of yeah, the petition kind of just tipped it tipped yep. it in that direction they were like they wanted to come here and that kind of helped it and yep. so they yeah so. so when you said that he said you, you're talking about the goth king himself godfather of goth Robert yeah Scott. that's right okay yeah brilliant so you met the man himself 
Yep. Yep. Thanks. Thanks to Kimball Live. Yep. Great. Uh, plug. Plug. And also, 2014. Now, seven years later, you're doing another petition. Um, so they've announced their new album in February, and you want them to come here again. Is that correct? Absolutely. Um, they're going to be they because they said that what they'll do this with this next tour is like a trilogy show. You know, like the other trilogies that they've done. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that'd be amazing. Well, that'd be cool, and it's a good cause, because I've signed up for it too, a couple of weeks ago, and yeah. uh, if, if people want to get on board to your cause, um, how can they get about it? You're on, you've got a Facebook page at all, where people can go and sign up? Yep, we do have a Facebook page, um, www.facebook.com, yep. forward slash Cure New Zealand, so Cure NZ, okay, yep. 2014. Great, excellent. Yep. Well, you are the, uh, well, some would call you a born-again curist. Alistair, no. I suppose you won't you wouldn't mind that tag. Um, just in a word, um, your favourite um, Cure song or songs? Um, yeah. I'm just going to say that yeah. I think Disintegration for me is the best collection of their songs. Yeah, uh, it's just magical from the beginning to the end. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, can, I can do that definitely. Are there a whole lot of people like yourself that are like-minded that are just Cure mad? Um, yeah, I would say so. Like um, Michael and Mikkel, who are working on this petition, um, who I met up through Facebook and stuff. Yeah, they're all mad. They're super mad Cure fans. They even just recently started a new a band called Splintered in Her Head, oh. which yeah, yeah, and uh, they did they did a tribute show down in um, uh, well, not really a tribute show, but you know, kind of a an influence show um, down in Wellington and they had the petition there and so yeah well that's cool what they got the whole you know hairspray gothy hair sticking up yeah. and lipstick uh, and stuff um, yeah yeah I think they kind of get into that a bit um, okay. and uh, they're both in um, a New Zealand goth band called uh, Disjecta Membra yeah which is you know they're um, being around for a long time they're very they're like what the ultimate goth band in New Zealand um, yeah, they're really great, great. yeah well, you know, and there's also the other little famous goth that's touring the world as well. Lord. Well, uh, favourite goth. I like your look. I reckon it's cool. It's very cool. He's copying who? Hey, listen, uh, Alistair Ross, fantastic cause, and uh, good luck with the petition. How many signatures do you actually need, or do you, are you looking for at the moment? Um, we just want to get as many as we can. So okay. we've got, like, we've got, because it's kind of more of a modern thing now, I think like there's 855 people have liked the Facebook page. That's kind of like a form of a petition. Yeah. And there's the other petition, which has got over 500 signatures so far. So that's like almost you know like 1500, getting close to 1500, sort of. Great. Yeah. So we just keep going and going and going and drawing attention to it. And good. Good keep stuff. Let yourself help that. That's very good. Appreciate you talking, taking, taking time out to talk with us, and uh, all the best for the petition. I'm sure they'll be back. I'm going to be there this time and not miss out like I did seven years ago. As they say, that's show business, and uh, I think we come to another end of an episode, Jared. Yes, it appears. That I've we are. Uh, enjoyed the company of you and your uh, Hammond organ. Thank you for the yeah, providing yeah, the incidental music. It's been a pleasure. 
Very talented, very talented man. Now, um, just before you go, what are you what are you busy with at the moment? I hear you're you're, you're um, swanning around a possum loinskin on the weekend. <laughs> yes, a uh, very good weekend actually of filming, making or working with a um, very creative group of people making a science fiction movie. Sounds like a gathering. Yes, yes, yeah. it is a gathering. Yeah, uh, a gathering of tomfoolery. Actually, but it's a lot of fun, and it's um. You're making a feature movie, is that It's a feature-length movie, yeah. science fiction movie, and it's comedy, and it's full of full of interesting characters, mm-hmm. fun characters. It should be a real laugh. Looking at some of the footage, it looks really good. But uh, over the weekend, I was playing uh, the role of a caveman, and yes. I had some other cavemen around me, and I was the chief chief caveman, and I uh, had the pleasure of working with some lovely cave woman. Who were particularly nice, I must say. And there was something, yeah, very, very um, organic about the way that they dressed. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not like Helen Stein's or JJ's. Oh, no. No, no, no. no, no. Much more primal. Yeah. Brought out the primal instinct in the the man. Well, I think you've got a face for um, the cave business. Face for radio. No, face for cave, yeah. It's very cool. Um, And now also, you're also busy with your day gig. Um, as a as a teacher, you teach drama as well. Yeah, what, what about students are very good. I uh, work over in Manukau, Manukau Tech Performing uh, School of Performing Arts over there. Manukau, uh, Manukau Technical Institute or Manukau Institution of Technology (MIT) as we know it. Yeah, nothing to do with rocket ships or anything. But but so uh, we I'm working with the uh, performing arts degree, and uh, the students have just finished their end of term assessments, which were really good. They put on a a series of small, small little dramas and some quite impressive uh, budding young actors or aspiring young actors and actresses. I have to um, say, you, you're, you're a bit of a transformer. You, you're more than meets the eye. Yes. Yeah. Yes, or in this case, more than meets the ear. No, no, I just do my bit. So I'm very proud of the students. Well, yeah. look, I just have to say again, mate, it's been a great being it's location. Been great. And we've been off, off location here in your in your modest yep. boudoir. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and again, um, okay, well, that's us. Um, don't forget, you can also go to the website as well, nzentertainmentpodcast.com. And we're also on Facebook as well, if you just check out NZ Entertainment Podcast. Um, go on there. If you like what you hear, you can push the like button and send us emails or you know, hate mail. We don't care. Bring it on. <laughs> um, maybe you got some little uh, ditty you can send us out on, Mister oh, yeah. Jared. I haven't really. Eh? Maybe I'll leave it to your music <laughs> man and uh, see if he can work with this. Okay. Oh, the bossa nova. Yeah. Okay. Well. And that's a wrap. <laughs>